listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Go out into the field and going on outside no man is safe from you can run but you can't hide forever these from these streets that we done took you walking with your head down scared to look you shook cause ain't no such thing as halfway crooks hey welcome to the black out tips podcast with your host rod and karen and we're back for another episode on this beautiful Sunday in it Charlotte, is. North Carolina. And our guest is, and you may have heard her this this sultry voice on the Haterasi Radio uh, show. Yes. Um, and if you might have seen us tweeting about her, we yes. said you know we're gonna have at the Complex Media on our show. So, and yes. I know people are like, well, that is a funny name for a person who would name their kid <laughs> the Complex Media. <laughs> Um, but we, we have Lene McLevins, uh, CEO of the Complex Media and Design. Uh, say what's up to everybody, Lene. Hi, guys. What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> now, um, th- for, for all our listeners that might not know or haven't, oh, first of all, let me issue a uh, clarification. I was saying the Complex Magazine sometimes, Complex Media sometimes. <laughs> I don't want it to be uh, any lawsuits. I, no. I, I prefer. Seriously, don't get me food, man. <laughs> I prefer. I prefer not to have litigation against me. Um, <laughs> it is the Complex Media, yes. and you can go to thecomplexmedia.com uh, for a website. You can also search the Complex Media on. Uh, Facebook and join our Facebook fan group. You know, become a fan of her business. Um, now, what is it like being a CEO? I mean, how does that feel? Huh. Um, it feels like a lot of work. Um, 
really. Um, it's not, you know, there's, I guess there's a glamorous part to it, um, to that where you get, you, know, you get some perks, you get to go to certain events, um, but really it's just work. <laughs> That's what it feels like. You ever get any backlash for uh, being the CEO? Because I know lately, for the last couple of years in the economy, people have really been upset about CEOs making all this money and then all the poor people just sitting on the bottom. Now, I'm not saying that you're one of those rich, fat cat Wall Street people, <laughs> but I mean, when you introduce yourself as CEO, do people like ever frown up like, ugh? No, nobody ever does that. First <laughs> of all, usually people can't believe that... Um, I'm in technology. I work in technology at all. Um, they think maybe I work in fashion or um, maybe I'm a hooker. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they, you know, people have their assumption. They don't see my face and they don't see um, how I present myself and think, oh, she's got to be a CEO of something. So, or that she's a designer. They don't see that. They don't. Or, you know, they'll think, oh, I get it. So that's why you got the glasses, you know, because you're smart. No. <laughs> <laughs> now, for our listeners, I am still nursing the cold, so I'm going to try not to cough and all that stuff, but I can't make any promises. I did take Theraflu right before we got on the mic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I took Mucinex earlier today. I drank yeah. tea. Yeah, shout out the hot tea. I'm now drinking, um, what is this, Bacardi and, and Coke? <laughs> yes. I'm trying my best to keep, to fight yeah. this off. Yes, we're trying to we're trying to get the cold drunk. Yeah, I don't know if I should be mixing alcohol with the flu or whatever. Oh my god! We will find out. Yes, we I will. Don't make it through here. Um. So and also of course you know you're listening to the Black Out Test podcast. You can find us by searching on iTunes, Facebook, Automatic. Um. You can also leave comments for us and reviews. We love when people do that. Um. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Ryder Respond. I'll say that again. That is in D-A-T. And Lene, you're at The Complex Media? Yes, sir. All right. You can email the show, theblackouttips at gmail.com. Uh, you can go to uh, our website, theblackouttips.com, and we have forms there. We have a donation button for people that want to contribute to the podcast. We even have recurring donation options, uh, which we've received our first actual recurring like the second payment you know because because like you can promise to make a payment because hey i promised to make payments before in my life too yeah but that but second it, one is the one that matters yeah, when they come like hey we hitting you up again we right. back right <laughs> but uh and we appreciate people that do that we do um you can call the show and leave us a voicemail 704-557-0186 and uh when you leave voicemails we respond to those on saturday mornings we do our feedback show for all our fans and we really appreciate the people who take the time to call, email, and uh, get in touch with us. Um, of course, the official weapon of the show is... The official weapon of the show is the Tater. And the unofficial sport is Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme. Yes, sir. Alright. Tater Ball Extreme by Wheels email the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, hope, I hope no one plays that. No. That, that will get some <laughs> Yes, that'd be terrible. Um, and of course, uh, this episode is brought to you by Shadow Dog Productions. So once again, we are sponsored... I love that. Yes. Uh, I, they would like to remind you that they're on iTunes. All you got to do is search on iTunes for Shadow Dog Productions and you find dramatic and comedic audio plays. And pretty soon, they're going to start putting out older movies up there. Um, you can always find them on ShadowDogProductions.com. 
Uh, and they're also in pre-production for a big budget short film. So if you're a musical or a graphic artist, hint, hint. Now is the time to drop us an email, shadowdog.productions at gmail.com with your demos, your website links, your resumes. Uh, they're always looking for music and art. Of course, I will put that on the website. Yes. And it's of all kind, guys, of all kind. Yeah, you know, um, I don't, and now you work in the art field somewhat, right? Yes. Okay. What is it about artists where, um, and I don't know if you've experienced this. This is, I used to, uh, rap. Now, I wasn't rapping like seriously. It was more just for, um, I don't know, to prove I could do it, I guess, yeah. you know? And I got good enough for me, and then I was like, and they was like, hey, man, you should try to get a deal. And I was like, nigga, I'm 25. This don't make no yes. sense. He was going on tour and stuff. People yeah. was like, especially he had, I went up to Detroit, and they was like rapping his songs and stuff. And I people, it's, it's almost like, he was kind of like Jay-Z. He was like, you know, I'm retiring. They was like, where? That, that shit was hot, man. Come on out. They've been begging him for years. Oh, wow. I'm sorry. Once you reach to a certain age and you ain't hit it, nah, my husband is not. I refuse to be married to Snoop Dogg. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. that. Out there forever. Right? No, no. So I retired at like 25 or something like that. Thank you. I'm glad you did. I appreciate that. Um... And of course, Karen was killing my dreams, and uh, <laughs> my dreams like, are. A, like a good woman should. Like a good woman should. <laughs> so, um, so, I spit on your dreams, patooey. <laughs> so, so one thing I noticed though when I was rapping, right? I, I was telling people like, look, you know, I go on like a hip hop message board or something because there's all kinds of people that make beats there. There's other people who rap there. Everyone's trying to just put out music and get on and all this stuff, right? And so we're like, all right, we're all artists. None of us are professional. At some point, we need to work together, and it, and that may include giving something away, yes. right? And the way I see it is, if I'm rapping, then I'm giving that away for free. If you're making a beat, you're giving that away for free, because right now, no one in their right mind will pay us to do it, right? No, and nobody's <laughs> making any money. I used to run into so many beat makers that would be like, nah, dog, you gotta pay for this beat. I'm like... like Nigga, who is you? Ain't Timberland. You is not gonna make no extra money. It's like you charging me for some shit that people ain't buying. Yeah, that it, makes no sense. It's self defeatist. And um, I was wondering, do you ever run into that, Lene? Like where artists are trying to act big time before they're big time and end up tripping up on themselves. Um, you know, it's difficult with, with music. Um, I'm not sure, but with and graphic and, and web design. Some people will do anything just to get their stuff out there. Um, I suppose music was the same way. They'll do anything. All right, man. Yeah, I got you. But people are also sick of getting used and then not getting paid and not getting any recognition. So, you know, I have friends in the industry and they, you know, they might give a beat away and then they find out like, damn, I just got fucked over by my friend. Like he said, you know, he was going to help me out and now he's using my beat and I'm not getting anything for it. But you know what happens? I'll just take it, roll with it, and that's okay. And so I don't know. I, that's um, that's pretty. That's pretty complex. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I could definitely understand that. I always do wonder, like, because at, to some extent, I think working with other artists that are trying to come up right. is is probably the best way to get yourself out there. Because especially in uh, and I don't know how how you know the graphic design business is, but I know with rap. It's oversaturated. There's way oh, more yeah. producers than there are people who want to have your shit. That's true now. You know? So it's, it's, it's weird to me when I see like a guy like Big Crit or a guy like J. Cole 
um, give away his his album basically. Right. And then I see some dude on the message board like, "Yo, dog, that's gonna be two fifty for that beat." Right. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, word. That's, that's interesting because you know we have all these copyright laws now, and the the issue is in other countries they give away music like crazy. You know, Brazil they just like, all right, here's the music, put download it, support it, whatever. And but they want people to come to the show, mm. and and support the show. That's how they make their money. So it's a different uh, economy around the globe for the music industry. So I think the U.S. is going to have to adopt that um, because people are not buying music just because you make music. Right. I want give me something. So it's going to have to work that way um, when you collaborate as well. You're right. Yeah, and also I agree with you because if you give me music for free and I pay to go to your concert, I'm paying more than I would have paid for your CD. Right. And... Yeah. Um, Plus, you know, oftentimes, if I, I don't know how this, everybody works, people just like to get free shit. That's what they like. They just like to get free yeah. shit. Stick it to the man, I'm getting free shit. But <laughs> I like to get, you know, I get something free and now I'm going to research this artist. I want to know more about this artist. Yes. And I'm going to follow this artist. And as soon as something comes up, I want to support this artist if I like what they're doing. So, um, you got to make it work for you. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's kind of what I'm saying. And. Uh, and, I, and like I said, I don't like the fact that artists aren't getting paid because, you know, you especially if you go to school and shit and you like professionally trained, like yes. that sucks. Right. But, um, you know, it's it's kind of sad because like art's only worth as much as people value it. Yeah. So it's like you put in all this time and effort and somebody just goes, meh. And then, you, you know, it's like, how do you devalue hundreds of hours of effort? Because you don't like it, and and I, you know, that feeling is always terrible, you know. And and, and also the thing is that what I realize is that people don't um, appreciate the value of creativity. Right. And if somebody else's creativity don't mean shit, but their creativity is the world right. to them. <laughs> you know, you have to be considered that everybody the creativity is the same, and just because you don't like it, it doesn't mean that it's bad. It just means it's just not your taste. Yeah. What What do you think, uh, Lene, about? Um, you know, a lot of these school systems are cutting money right now because, you know, they're over budget and um, a lot of the programs that they're cutting, the first thing they look at is art. What do you yes. think about that? That's, that's been the story forever. That is the first thing they do. They cut urban programs, they cut um, the arts, and it's painful for me um, because if, honestly, if I would have had more arts um, programs in my own education, my own pre-college education, I would have been more interested in technology than I was. I think it gives a, it gives kids an outlet that's not that they're not getting. It's it's re it's really really sad, and um, we're really cutting. We're really cutting. What it's really affecting is uh, people of color. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, I think about that a lot because um, we're always saying, like, one of the biggest arguments that people have for leaving sports in school is that, well, there's at-risk youth, and this may be the outlet for them. Maybe they aren't, you know, really attracted to science. Maybe math isn't doing it for them. Maybe they're not going to be a literary scholar. But, you know, if they get interested in sports, we can use that to keep them in school, to keep them educated. But it seems like when people think about art, they never think of it that way, which is, that's the way I think of it, which is, hey, art may be something that keeps a guy coming to school that really wasn't, you know, necessarily into school until that point. And not only that, also, just 
sports is something that for a lot of people they can see the value of. Like I can go to a game and I can see a football, I can see a basketball, I can see a team play, you know. But when when like, cause I was in marching band and things like that, and I loved it and I enjoyed it. And that right there, you know, how many people really take the time out to go to a concert band, you know, to go to see, you know, children perform and they've had studies and it's funny that they cut these programs back but they've had studies and statistics out there that say that children that participate in these programs have higher grades higher SATs like they're brighter their creativity is there and in the long run you end up hurting our society as a whole because you're taking a lot of the people that will be the next big quit that will be the next Jay-Z that will be you know the next whoever you, you're almost killing the dream before it even starts because why would they put the effort into right. you know those genres when you know they never got a clarinet in the fifth grade you know they never played the flute in the sixth grade you know they were never on the marching band and to me it's funny because people cut things that they think that are not important because they feel like math and science and all that stuff is important which it is but at the same time there's a whole genre of of things that if it's not introduced to a child's life, it could take them in a whole nother path. Absolutely, absolutely. Unfortunately, if the parents are going to be supportive and the parents aren't going to fight for it, then it's not going to happen. I, I used to be an assistant um, at a school in Connecticut. With, um, with I, I work with kindergarten and first graders, and the first thing, of course, that they cut is a summer program and the, um, the after-school program. And these kids are not getting their homework done. They're not... You know, they're going on to first grade. They can't um, identify letters or numbers. Wow. And um, the area that they live in, there's a murder every day. Wow. So, um, and people don't think, they think Connecticut, they think it's so nice and white and fun. No, it's really not. Um, so that's, that's what I experienced. And I was so angry because the parents, they just don't give a shit. Man, I wonder if that's why uh, a lot of the artists now kind of suck at making. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you know, like they didn't have any type of training as a kid, so like Soldier Boy don't know. Uh, oh God, <laughs> a, he doesn't know the difference between an A flat and a B minor or whatever right. the fuck. Like he's right. just out there talking shit into a microphone. Yes, and and my thing is this. Uh, there's different forms of creativity and there's some people that just have a talent like like I've met people they can hear things they can pick it up yep. and they can go those that's that's a special group of people the average person that's great in music can read music like they can read music they can play multiple instruments you talk about Prince who 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 on some of his CDs he play every instrument you know you have people now they, they can't even play a piano you know and, and, and I'm not knocking you know the music of today but my thing is that when it comes to music you've got to have some background in history you might not be able to play an instrument but you do need to know the foundation the history and these are things that they teach you in musical education classes that, that they're missing yeah yeah, I um I did, I did choir in high school, and I have to be honest, it was really one of the only things that kept me in school. Um, everything else was just boring to me. <laughs> so um, that was one thing I enjoyed. I and I learned so much um, from my instructor, Mr. Relafort. Um, so that was that's an experience that no one can replace, and that I wouldn't be a totally different person if I didn't have and didn't get to compete in, in, in New York and do all these things that young people should be doing. They should be um, excelling in the arts. 
Now, were you in the... Uh, oh, well, go ahead, Karen. No, I'm sorry. No, and, and, and you're making me think, too. And something that, that a lot of people don't realize when you're talking to the youth, especially African-American youth, you have to get things that draw their attention. And you know what? Beats draw children's attention. Drums draw children's attention. Singing draws children's attention. Because you're not the only one. There were a lot of children that if it had not been for choir or for something like that, they could give a damn. You know, I, and I hate to be like this. You know what? That textbook don't cut it for everybody. Sitting in there being lectured to for hours and hours and hours on end doesn't do it for everybody. Those equations in math don't do it for me. But when I go to choir, I have an outlet. Exactly. I was the same way. If it wasn't for uh, all the pimping and stuff that I was learning <laughs> when I was a young kid coming up, like I don't think I would have stayed in school. Cause I was. You well, 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 at least your math was good. You know, one and one made two holes. Right. And you I had know. to learn to count my money and stuff That's like right. that. That's right. You had to know right. what corners they was on. You had to know they scheduling. Mm-hmm. Dog, you were doing statistics for you got there. That's right. That's right. That's I was right. Prepared. I was prepared. See, I they was, was they asked you. How many holes would it take <laughs> if you have five Johns in three hours? How many holes would it take to get them through? I obviously can. That's the 15. But listen. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. You still said he's on it. I was more like, you know, if you put a hole on the train going 90 miles an hour to Philadelphia. <laughs> okay. But, um, so <laughs> were you into uh, comic books growing up at all? Um,. A little bit. My my favorite character was Batman, so um, that was really what I, all I followed. Okay, because I, I I noticed like um, you know you have an eye for art, and you know I see you also you have pictures and stuff on your website that I'm assuming you took a lot of these pictures. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Some of the photography is, is well, the photography on the main site is all mine, and the, the illustrations and all that kind of stuff. So, so, um, that's why I was wondering that. Cause I think comic books have an excellent way of, uh, framing up stuff, you know, in, in, uh, a lot, in a small picture space. And with the advent of the internet, uh, I find that what we're looking at is smaller and smaller. Yes. You know, you got your iPhone, you got your, you know, you can looking at your computer. Like, we're not always looking at this big, um, girl anymore. We're not looking at these, uh, huge paintings on walls. So it just made me wonder if, uh, you know, with you being able to encapsulate uh, such, you know, artistic views in such small spaces, if that was uh, anything you were into at all. Um, now, also, I was reading, I was reading an interview about you. Um, you know, doing my research because you know that's what we do with the Black Out Tips. Oh. We'll just, we'll just half ass no. call anybody and just be like, "Come on the show." Yes, that's ridiculous. Because I was reading, and I was like, "Wow, baby!" I was like, "She does a lot of stuff." You know how you hear about people, and you're like, oh, "Okay," then you was like, "Wow," because it, and, and the thing that. Um, you got questions too, right? Yeah, I got. That's what I'm reading. Okay. Go ahead. Well, go ahead. But I do have. Oh, sorry. I do no, have just fuck my questions. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you no, go first. I go it's last. Fine. It's fine. Okay. I'm sorry. Well, my question is that, like, being a, uh, especially being a woman and being African American and being in an industry that's uh, predominantly male, how, how how do you adjust y- your uh, personality to that atmosphere. Did you know she's the only female that graduated in her class? You go, girl. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. I do my research, but go ahead, Lene. <laughs> um, you know, I, I get along with guys, but there are some who will—they're just purposely trying to test you. Um, 
because you're a female. And I guess the way I deal with it is with absolutely pure sarcasm. Um, that's just this is how I am. That's just how I I I operate, and I'm less and less. I'm just I just don't give a fuck. So I find that it may it irritates uh, some people. You come off as a bitch, and I don't really care. Um, yeah, I can't wait to get old so I can really just be a total <laughs> asshole. But uh, <laughs> no, I just you know people really feel like because you're a female you shouldn't you shouldn't be allowed to do this. They don't they don't, they don't even want to pay us as much as they make. They don't want to um, you know we're, women are making seventy five percent of our dollar right, and then you've got black women making like so, somewhere between like thirty and forty percent of a dollar. What the hell is that? And so I kind of carry that little chip on my shoulder when dealing with, with people. But at the end of the day, right, I get more issues, I think, for being a woman than for being um, of color. I work with a lot, of, a lot of people that are also of color. So it just takes that, you, know, you have to really prove yourself. That's really what it is. You have to prove a lot um, before people will take you seriously. And then they go, oh, I didn't know. I didn't know you were like really serious about this. Yeah, I really am. Here's your contract. Sign it. You know. <laughs> so um, yeah, it's, it's you have to prove that that much more. Now, would you? Uh, now, I didn't. I, I know I'm your Facebook friend or whatever. I, but I have not like checked out to see if you're married or engaged or in a relationship or if it's complicated. But would all you, of the above, right? <laughs> <laughs> Would you date someone in the same field as you? Um, I was in a relationship with someone in the same field. Uh, I was engaged to that person, and um, you know, at the time I was very young. I was right out of, right out of school, so um, you know, it didn't work out. But I think that would be even if it was an industry close to mine, somewhere close to mine. You know, I'm doing a lot, a lot at once right now, so. Anything so I think would be good because people when somebody doesn't understand what you're doing, they're just like, okay, so yeah, um, so what is it you do again? And that question is so annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, when somebody swears they know you and they know everything about you, but they can't even describe what you do, mm-hmm. um, it pisses me off. So I think um, I would prefer to date someone that understands it a little bit. Yeah. Now, do you walk around with your camera on you at all times, or is that <laughs> is that just a movie cliche? Yes. <laughs> um, no, I don't. I, I'm just I'm thinking of doing um, a video video blog type thing. We'll see if I'll be very personal or not. I don't I don't know if I'm going to do it, and, but I don't I don't walk around with the camera on me that that often. <laughs> now, about very personal, what do you mean? Like you talk about your innermost feelings and relationships and you're gonna cry on camera life, life in the big city yes please leave me alone right now and i'm gonna freaking snap on person's neck today you know <laughs> <laughs> don't fuck with me you know <laughs> um you know maybe i don't know if i want to keep it just talking about the industry this you know i have days where i'm like why am i doing this um to myself you know why am i um dealing with this client today or why am I uh, you know I have someone on my staff that's just pissing me off or you know why am I doing this and then I have that moment where I'm reminded why I'm doing it um, 
whatever it might be. So I would love to show that and be a little bit candid about that. Um, so we'll see. I, I'm, I'm thinking about it a lot. Well, I say you do it under like a different name, maybe a uh, Renee McRevin or something. <laughs> No, don't fuck up your money over right, this. Right, right. Just test it out, you know. Yeah, you know, <laughs> make sure nobody can find it, and then then we'll see what happens. Um, so you, uh, I saw that one of your main tools that you use, and I'm not saying this to belittle it, uh, because I'm pretty sure that you know how to do it way better than other people, because you went to school. You use Photoshop. Yeah. Yep. Do you ever think about abusing the power of Photoshop? Because I notice a lot of these Facebook and Twitter avatars. They abuse the power of Photoshop, and oh. I came up with a, a brilliant idea where you can, like, I don't, look, I don't know. This is just between us on this podcast, okay? <laughs> Have you ever thought about going into business where you Photoshop ugly people's pictures into good-looking pictures? <laughs> um, I don't have to oh, do all that. Oh, okay. Okay, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Go ahead. Do I have to do all that? really go in and you know get rid of warts and and uh, craters and shit I don't have that kind of patience you know usually I, Photoshop I use mostly um, to do color correction or something on, on photographs or um, to build layouts for websites so um, or, and, or really anything I use it for anything that needs to be whether I need to composite something from a, you know from an illustration to to something for the web everything gets go everything goes through photoshop uh, eventually but, but none of it's really like super doctored even you know for the photography when i do portraits i don't go and you know remove all their pores and go heavy on it um i just don't have that like i said i don't have that kind of patience and i don't like the whole I mean, somebody. Unfortunately, I haven't dealt with anybody that really needed that much work. Put it that way. <laughs> Put it that way. So if somebody, somebody, if a client said to me, "I need you to take off this whole like side of my body," um, then we would we would do it. Getting <laughs> 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 paid for it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um. Now, what, like, if somebody's trying to get into the same field as you, uh, what do you suggest they do, like, school-wise, or, like, what kind of things do they need to be getting into right now for, you know, younger kids, maybe in high school or in college, uh, trying to come up? Well, here's the, the beauty of it is, um, I got into it, I was just always a nerd, or, or a geek at least, and, um, but if you really want to get into design, the reason I loved uh, the reason I got into Twitter so heavily was because I started following other designers and design agencies, and they put out you know, they put out you know a blog, three, four, five, ten blogs a day about with tutorials and and information about becoming a freelancer or, be, or owning your own business. They had, there's so much information by just following the right people in the industry. Mm-hmm. So on Twitter or and on Facebook. So if you if you just start with that and you know really I didn't have that Facebook came out after I was already in college if you just start with that you could probably create your own education of for, for design um, and, and if you still want to go to school for the you know to get the the fundamentals and all of that if say and you can also get that from these 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 design blogs are just putting it out there like crazy um, 
So I share a lot of that on my fan page even. You know, I have people that are starting out in design, friends that are starting out in design or just dabbling with it and the tutorials are very helpful. So if you really want to get into designer technology, follow just start with following that niche on Twitter or Facebook or whatever you use or Google Reader. Follow that niche closely. Cool. Alright, well, there you have it, people that uh wanna get into the game. Now you have some advice. Mm-hmm. Don't say the black guy tips didn't do anything for mm-hmm. you. Cause you can't. Um, now let's get into some actual podcasting. Yes, sir. Uh, would you like to join us in this podcasting adventure, Lene? I would. I think I'm going to get a new title. Um, you know how some people call me Thought Leader because of uh, that shit on Twitter where you can check to see like how many followers you have. Yes. I think I want to be called a ratchetologist. Uh, <laughs> and. I, I think I'm becoming an expert in everything ratchet through <laughs> the podcast. All these stories we read and videos and yes. story like just everything we're aware of. We're becoming experts in all things ratchet. <laughs> I didn't think about that. I don't even watch ratchet <clears throat> movies on Netflix. Yeah, we watch the Bad Girls Club. Yes. Oh, you know? Yep. We, yep, I do it. I do it. And I'm surprised nobody told us. What was that new that wedding show we saw? Oh my what in Jersey God. Mom? No, no, there's something called Wedding Wars. Oh. Now, I haven't watched it yet. No. I only saw a clip on the suit, but I saw that clip and I got so angry that nobody out there told us. <laughs> yes. Y'all know I'm a ratchetologist. I need to be up to date on this kind of yes. shit. And it's a show called Pregnant in Heels. What? Yeah, yes. Pregnant in no. Heels no, is no, just no, a good no. title. That, that, that no. is a show. No, yes. no. I, I, I wouldn't lie to you. Oh my god! <laughs> that, now, in all fairness, that one didn't look as good. That one just had a good title. It was like a pregnant lady who was also uh, a person who like worked in this upclass uh, restaurant or something. Uh, that okay, that was okay. fake. That was. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was gonna be like pregnant strippers. Me and, too. And, and climbing porn, on poles. Yeah, yeah. stars. Wearing thongs. I was like, hey, what's her pimp? Oh my god. But um, so yeah, I think we should be called ratchetologists from now on. Yes, I like that. Um. And alright, so the government almost got shut down Friday. Yes. Which is just crazy to me. Yes. And they got gonna let that shit shut down. Then they got like an extension to like Thursday. Like what yes. kind of payday loan schedule are these motherfuckers on? <laughs> yes. Like, this is the government, goddammit. This exactly. is not this is not a nigga that that needs to get his, his furniture from Ritway. It's a hot mess. Oh. <laughs> this is this they basically went up to down the street to the local cash place, but like, you know what? If if you got me to a Thursday, I'll be back and I'll pay you 20% interest. I promise. I, I promise you. I thought Montel Williams was going to come out and announce the shit. <laughs> and what's going to happen is that next Thursday, we're going to go through the same thing over again. Okay. Y'all niggas need to sit down at the table and talk about whatever y'all need to talk about. I'm so... I'm, I'm, I'm upset. I'm sorry. The problem, the problem is, is that as long as D.C. is not a state and they are being taxed without being represented in Congress... They're going to get used as pawns every time. Federal pawns every time. It's not fair. They are. A, it's a. It's a locality. You can't just say, "Oh, we're not going to let people pick up your trash because we don't have our budget right." It's not fair. So, um, I don't know. You know. <laughs> you know. Sometimes it, it makes me feel like, do I even want to? Do I even want to follow this? Yeah. You know, I do because I, I'm. I am interested. I have a very. Uh, you know, politically active family and, and, uh, you know, kind of radical family at that. So 
it's, in, it's almost in my blood to be interested in it, but then I just get so disheartened by what's really going on. Yeah, somebody told me on Twitter, like, Rod, you're so funny when you talk about politics. You should do a segment on every show about politics. And I didn't have the heart to tell them, I can't. I will go insane. I hate these motherfuckers. <laughs> these, all these people are pieces of shit. Right. You know, the one nigga that's actually trying, uh, Obama, people hate him. It's like, oh, he's trying. Right. He want to compromise and shit. Yes. You know, <laughs> watching Rod, listening to Rod talk about politics would be like watching black folks play spades. Everybody got their cards to their chest, looking at everybody, be sure nobody's following them. You know, everybody's kind of laying their suits down, but you're not telling the whole truth. <laughs> and then you turn around and you have somebody cheat. And then the oh, whole God. table goes crazy. Uh, yeah, I, I don't want to be the one going crazy every I week. mean, but that's what happens. You know, I feel like it's like a, a game of cards. Well, what was, what was crazy to me about this shutdown was the fact that it was really uh, getting hung up on uh, funding Planned Parenthood. Oh man! Word? Yeah, which it's is, all about abortion. It's all yes. about, it all comes down to abortion, and they will cut. They will. We want to cut one percent. It's going to affect one percent of the budget, but it's going to affect thousands of poor women. Yes, and what's crazy is only three percent of Planned Parenthood's budget goes to abortion. So that's ninety-seven fucking percent that goes to other things such as uh, contraception, yeah. education, uh, you know, uh, dealing with uh, STDs, uh, getting people um, actual child care, getting people pregnancy care uh, for people who can't really afford it any other way. Like you can't fucking fool me, and I just, I, <laughs> I just kept thinking to myself, like, wait a minute, what was Roe versus Wade then? Right. What is it? Did the Supreme Court handle this shit or not? I don't get they, it. You know, they, they did, but I also I think that, and, and it and it just pisses me off when people just feel like they can tell a woman what she can and cannot do with her body. You might not approve and you might not agree. Okay, sit your ass over there in the corner and be angry. <laughs> don't pass laws for me when right. you don't have nothing to do with my body. Right. The problem is, and uh, Michael Moore tweeted this uh, the other day he called the republicans the party of the uterus obsessed and they really are they are obsessed with sex everything that they are bitching about has something to do with with somebody else reproducing or not reproducing get I, over it i blame women honestly i think it's y'all right. fault okay care right. y'all y'all need to start fucking more republicans if they were getting <laughs> pussy they wouldn't be so anti-vagina you know and, and not only that it's not only about the vagina. I think it's the, for the fact that the way they protest so hard, they don't want you to have sex. They don't premarital sex. They don't want sex education. They don't want these things. And you'll be like, damn it. I would hate to be married to you people. Yep. You people are the most boring sexual <laughs> creatures of all time. Mm -hmm. Yet they will have... Or... Um Oh, say that again. You got you got cut off a little bit. I'm say sorry. That again. And or men, you know, uh, they're having their own homo, their home own homosexual affairs outside. You know, they want to play this game like they're holier than that. Oh, hold on, hey, Lene, your uh, mic, your mic's cutting off a little bit. Yeah. Um, she might have to do her settings. Remember how you said? Oh yeah. All right, let's uh, do some some podcast magic real quick. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. If you're looking at Skype, can you go to tools? tools. Yep. And then uh, options. 
Okay. And then I think it's uh, audio settings. Yeah. Alright. Do you have uh do you have automatically adjust microphone check? Yes. Uncheck I'll check that. Oh. There you yeah, go. Yeah, cause she's talking and she's like bouncing in and out. I'm like, yeah. hey. I'm, I'm gonna leave that in the show for people that have podcasts that have that happen to them all the time and yes. don't know. Yeah. So, cause we've had that happen a lot. We're like, hey, you, you're fading away. But you, go, go ahead. Um, what you were saying, and I think I know where you're going. Republicans always have the freakiest sex scandal. That's where right. I was going. That's, that's basically yes. what I was saying, right? You yes. Know, and same sex. Uh, Scandals or prostitutes or whatever else that they're up to, yet they're always in somebody else's business. So. Exactly, yes. like that's the thing. Like Karen says, oh, they have boring sex lives. Yeah, with their wives. <laughs> that's but, true. That's but then true. when you catch them fucking some gay prostitute <laughs> uh, in France, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like or, then it's like, oh, wait a minute, maybe you was a freak. Why don't you just come out the freak closet exactly. and start, start passing laws that you would be yeah. for? Right. Or they're taking some of the budget and they're spending it on strippers. Oh, exactly. You yes. know, and, and my and my thing is this: they too have dreams of doing it in the bathroom when they jump <laughs> after the club or at the PGA Masters this weekend. They too have those fantasies. Well, then, damn it, don't pass laws punishing everybody else. Yeah, I I was just very upset by that, man, because. To think that the government comes down to shutting down to a last second agreement basically because of abortion. You're like, dude, what the fuck is the Supreme Court for? Didn't we already, I could write, like you said, didn't we already have this? Didn't the law already pass? Yeah. Like, what are we still fighting this for? Like, we handled this. Stop fucking with people. Right. <laughs> Especially with the Tea Party being behind a lot uh, of this. That's really what it is. Uh, that's all it is. Yeah, and that's all it is. And they, they try to hit. Go ahead. Too much. They control way too much. Yeah, and they hit you with, well, look, it's the Tea Party, which is only about fiscal policies. Huh? Let's look at what you want to cut. Shit that has to do with abortion. Shit that has to do with gay people getting married. Yes. Shit that has to do with, uh, you know, acorn and anything. Shit that ain't got shit to do with me. <laughs> yeah, yes. All yes. of a sudden, I'm thinking, wait a minute, this sounds like all the other Republicans, motherfucker. Right. You can't fool me. Right. Anyway. Yes. Um, and you know what? And a lot of times, tea, tea party people make me so mad. I want to piss in their tea. Ugh. <laughs> Drink that. My, my dad mentioned that, you know, Republicans want to separate themselves from the Tea Party, but they really are the same fucking party. They really want yes, the same thing. And they are they are all in favor of cutting anything that is not big business. If it's not big business, then it doesn't matter. And that is a problem. Yeah, they let the Tea Party run them. I saw when yes, I saw that do. poll that showed that it was like 60% of Republicans, not Tea Party, Republicans, right. believe that Obama might not be born in America. I was like, suck my dick. It's over. Stop trying to tell me to vote for y'all. Fuck y'all. <laughs> um, so, I saw an advertising the other day. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Burger King is redesigning the chicken nugget. I saw. How you well, redesign a chicken I don't get it. That's what I wanted to know. I mean, <laughs> like... I don't think I want to eat any food that is designed. Like when <laughs> I don't know if you can cook, Lene, uh, Karen. I know you can cook. When you go in the kitchen, do you ever say, you know what? I'm gonna redesign this pot roast tonight. <laughs> I no, can make it, but not right. redesign it. Let's just make sure that it's it's cooked first of all. <laughs> <laughs> I can add new ingredients. Like right. and, the, and the chicken nugget has to be like one of the single most simplest foods to create. It's chicken batter fry. The end. Yes. 
Wait, if you make it at home, that's what you're getting, yes. Yeah, well, I guess. Right, you, right. you gotta get some, like, silly putty if you're going to fast food. <laughs> chicken paste. Yes, chicken paste. And form it like chicken and deep fry it. Yes, it's still the same process. So I want. Like <laughs> Everything does. Our chicken is 70% chicken. Yes. <laughs> And 30%, we don't know what the hell it is. Yeah, it's like Taco Bell and that 80% beef. Yeah, it's like other guys only use 69%, okay? <laughs> we use 85. Right. It's like, still, 80% is not the goal I have when I eat beef. <laughs> no. my, my normal beef goal is 100% beef. Yes, not right. even, yes 100, not 99, yeah. not 92. I know that's still an A. I want 100. <laughs> um, so last night, I was, I took a, I was so tired, like, I, I had like a fever sleep in the middle of the day. I woke up, uh, edited our podcast, and uh, you know, like I was up late at night. I found out that apparently the ABN Awards come on at like midnight on Showtime too. Oh, they do. Yes. I did not know that. That's right. The AB the ABN Awards are the American Adult Video. Uh, News awards and or adult video news and basically it's for porn stars. Yep, we have a big. I mean, they're gonna. Isn't the uh, the big award show coming up now? Yeah, uh, that was what I watched last night. It was the 2010 ABN Awards, and uh, I watched uh, about an hour of it or so, and um, I I made some notes. <laughs> and, and I know this might sound stupid because I've never seen the award show. Mm-hmm. Like, do they actually show like film clips and things like that? Doing it? Yeah, it, it's just like you know how they show like, uh, and for female artists of the of the year, or whatever. Best blowjob of the year. Yes. <laughs> best no. hand job of the year. <laughs> right. Yeah, that was the category, yes, man. Best money shot of the year. Yeah, and um, it was weird because, like, one, they're showing, like, boobs and stuff, but it's showtime, so, like, you can't show, like, penetration. Okay. So, like, half of the thing, categories are, like, best so-and-so of the year, they can they can only show, like, the girl, like, posing for the camera before she has sex, or oh, okay. they'll, they'll just show, like, uh, maybe the back of her head or something, or, like, you know that she's having sex, but... You know what's going on. Yeah. yeah. You can't fool us. Um, so, so basically, um... You know, I watched this thing. Um, Lisa Lepinelli was the host, and she oh, was God. terrible. Oh, yeah. Um, she was bombing. Really? Yeah, but the thing is, though, like, she wasn't bombing because she necessarily wasn't being funny. Um, it just appeared that she was bombing because what can you really say that's gross and crass right. to, to porn stars? Yes. You know, oh, I, my, she, like, one of her jokes was like, oh, my husband has a big dick, and... It's not one of those regular dicks. It's down to your knees, and I'm thinking like, yeah, well, most of the guys in here, yes, might I, might not think that that is that big. Oh no, no. Like, most of these people in here might think being called a cum bucket is a positive thing. Yeah, there's no like, yeah, there was no like, I'm a whore, and the, the porn star's like, no, I'm a whore. Yes, I'm the real one, and I get <laughs> yeah. paid for this shit, bitch. Get off the stage. <laughs> wow. Um, so, then the other thing was, um, like, the the awards are as racially, like, restrictive as the Oscars, which which was surprising yeah. to me. Hmm. I was surprised because 
you would think porn stars would be more open about things like race and whatnot because I mean, do they have an uh, ebony one for the black people, or they just don't have a, a, a ABN? Oh, I don't know. I have to look into what they I mean, do I, for you know black what I'm, porn I'm stars. Just, I'm just asking. But know. like, what the deal was, like, most of the people were from like Vivid and Wicked, oh, which are two um, two companies. I don't really watch that porn. Oh, they're very like, boring to me. Yeah, that's, that's my like, personal opinion. Yeah, that's like straight Baywatch porn. Yes, but um. <laughs> Because, I mean, them women ain't got no ass. So, you know, let's just keep it real. But um, the, it's kind of weird, though, because they somebody told me, because um, other people were watching it apparently on Twitter, uh, and somebody, I was asking questions, and someone told me that what they do is kind of like the Oscars, where they have, like, one or two acceptable black people that are getting awards. So, like, this year it was, I think her name was Misty Stone. Okay. And she was, like, the end black chick. And she was nominated for female of the year, but of course she's like the only one. And 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 also and and not and and not to sound ignorant, but is it because she kind of looks like a lot of these girls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, she you know, looks you know like, like a light skinned white woman. Kinda. Okay. But in 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 all fairness, though, she still looked black. Like it wasn't like complete. It wasn't like Heather Hunter back in the day when oh. she just looked light skinned. She like she might as well have been white. Yeah. But she looked black. But um. Okay. What was funny to me though was like there's like 16 women nominated for female performer of the year. 16, good God! Like it's Don't not they have first, yeah. second, third. Then I mean you got 16 people. Right? Yeah, it wasn't like one person, man. It was just so many people. You just like, oh my God, there's there's fucking 50 people getting one award. Um, and uh, they a lot. Of, did y'all guys know that apparently 2010 was huge in the movie parody porn. They had Batman, Triple X. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Where yeah, they, have I been? They had Bat. They had. They pronounced this one Bat Fucks, but it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was. But it was spelled. It was spelled Bat B A T F Triple X. So I don't know how you get fucks out of that. I think it would be Bat. I don't know. Triple X. Uh, yeah. yeah. So they had. They had Batman Triple X, which was like the Dark Knight, but porn wise. <laughs> uh, Alfred getting it in. They had the Big Lebowski. Wow. Uh, like they really went in with the. They had Avatar 3D. Ooh. 3D porn. 3D. Yeah. Like, like, wow. You gotta wear glasses. Yeah, get your glasses out, ladies. <laughs> wow. Um, I, 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 I I'll stick to uh, you know, I'm I'm a more of an amateur type. Yeah, and, and and on top of that, you know, just just yeah, you can keep the money shot. That's just too much coming at my face. <laughs> Come on, it's bad enough in real life. I, I don't right, really exactly. No, thank you. And they're all blue and shit, you know. But um, like so, um, one woman she won the best oral scene. It was uh, Tori Black won the best oral sex scene. And it was funny because like her and this other chick were hosting the awards and then they won awards. So I guess it's kind of like what uh, uh, the guy, what's his name, Franco or whatever, mm-hmm. when he won an award for 187 hours and then was also hosting the Oscars or whatever. I don't know. But um, she won an award and she got up there and she was like, um, the key to sucking dick this, listen, the acceptance features alone are worth watching this. If you guys can DVR this uh, or something, I might it. have to just to watch it. She says this: the key to sucking a dick is having no gag reflex. <laughs> keep voting for me, and I'll keep sucking dick the way I do. <laughs> that was her. Uh, that was her speech. Damn it, I don't blame her. If you're good at your job, be proud of it. Yeah, you be proud of it. 
And uh, I don't know, you know how they have um, at like MTV Awards at least, mm-hmm. they have a person backstage who interviews people who just won an award. Mm-hmm. So they'll be like, "Hey, Beyonce, you just won uh, Female Artist of the Year. What do you, you know? What's going on? What are you thinking about?" Um, well, this chick was the dumbest man. Like, <laughs> she didn't even know what people were winning for. Oh. She was like, "You just won an award for," and then she paused because she didn't know. And then the person looked at her and was like, uh, best oral sex scene? And she's like, yay! Best oral sex scene! <laughs> she was just pretty, that's all. Well, I think, yeah, she was not very smart. But I think it was because, um, also these women are nominated for like 50 awards at a time sometimes. Uh, okay, so they can't keep a track. Like, yeah. cause like, what do you not do? You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, you're a porn star. You're probably gonna be nominated for oral, best oral sex, anal, best uh, you know, major film release, best yes. gonzo film release, yes. best all girl, best DP. Yeah, it's best not like they're like, you know what? I just don't do 3D. <laughs> I stick to two. I only do 2D, so I will not be winning that one. Yes, oh. no makeup for me. 2D. <laughs> so um, they had uh, of course this, and then another uh. Lexington Steel, which I think everybody knows if they've ever watched porn because that motherfucker did everything. Um, he won an award, and the chick backstage, the dumb chick, she's like, So, you won an award, and it was weird because he, it was him winning an award, and the producer of the film won an award at the same time. It's like, Okay. A co award. Okay. So she's interviewing both of them, and she's like, So, I hear that the rumor is that you have a huge dick. And, <laughs> Oh, the rumor. The rumor. Uh, Shit, the, I can see it. Right. So, um, the 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 guy, which is weird, but the director answered for him, which I don't. I think that's got to be a man code violation, <laughs> right? <laughs> Somebody asked me, "Do I have a huge dick?" And Will comes up and is like, "Yes, he does." Uh, no. No. I suck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll handle this myself, Will. Yeah. But um, so so basically, he's like, she's like, yeah, um. Uh, well, I, I wouldn't know because I've never seen it. And then she goes, well, I've been to your website and you have the best website and uh, I've seen you in action. And I'm like, well, do you just say you didn't see it? Yes. Oh, I guess she means she didn't see it with her own two eyes. Then what would if she to ask that question and he'd be like, well, ma'am, I should know I suck my own dick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was ah, it was amazing. Um, That bitch was stupid. Um, she was a terrible interviewer, man. And like, what do you say as a porn star to an interview? Hey, you just won best double penetration sex scene, a uh, sex scene. What do you have to say? Oh, also the girl who won best double penetration sex scene. Uh huh. Only she accepted, not the dudes. And I think that's because they need to be ashamed of themselves. No man. <laughs> that is no man's fantasy. <laughs> I have never been watching porn and thought, you know, what make this better. Another guy. You know what's wrong, girl. Your other hole needs my dick in it. Yeah. Let's get more dicks in here. Like, yes. it, I've never been having sex with my wife and was like, you know what? Let's call up one of the fellas and get yes. this thing cracking. Yes. That's ridiculous. That's no who's buying that shit. <laughs> I know women are not buying it because it's not even a sensual type of thing. Like they're just like it's it's terrible. Like people, what do you want to see women suffer anyway? Well, they got women who like the whole fantasy rape thing. You've got women who enjoy all sorts of stuff. So that's gotta be it. That's gotta be wow. it. Cause like I don't know a dude, or maybe you know what it is. I know who it is. Republicans. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That makes yeah. sense. Every I time I see, 
right? Yeah. Exactly. Every yeah. time I see something where I'm like, that is too far. There's a Republican somewhere like, yes, choke that bitch. <laughs> Chris better be careful when he go to the NR, the RNC, you know, because, you know, they're going to be carrying guns. Right. That, you know, they're, they're, they're going to be carrying their no Obama shirt. So this is not my president's shirt. And right. they're going to be having a lot of sex. So, Chris, prepare yourself. <laughs> I think honest. that's why Chris is going. Yes. Um, this one chick, Jonah Angel, she won Best Porn Star website. And it was hilarious because all the other women in there pretty much work for companies. They don't have, you know, like their their website may be, like if you sign a deal with uh, Adam and Eve, your yeah, website is probably, say that again, I'm sorry, Renee. The in-house that the designer takes care of. Exactly. Yes. It's, it's already handled by them. So, she won her, her, her award for best website and she doesn't work for any company. She works for herself. Oh, yeah. So she's giving her speech to a room full of people who work for someone else and going, and her speech is like, yeah, I didn't need a company to tell me what to do. I can do it for myself. And that's what makes this award so great. And you can kind of hear people going like, hey, yay, bitch, get off the stage. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like if she had a big ch- uh, applause and then when she started talking, they were like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I gotta go to work tomorrow. I, yeah. may, I still make more money than you. All right. Uh, the dude that won male performer of the year, mm-hmm. I've been watching this nigga in porn for like 80 years. What the fuck? How <laughs> old is this motherfucker? <laughs> Evan Stone is the oldest dude. Like, And I, I've never actually watched him in hardcore pornography. I've only seen him in Skinamax films. Oh. Which I'm guessing are real porn, but they just take out like some of the other That's stuff. Me, yes. But it was just amazing because I was like, dude, you you got it. I watched you when I was a child. <laughs> what are you doing, what are you yeah, doing dog? Yes. That was 20 years ago. As oh. long as my dick works. <laughs> Pass the bag, honey. Pass it. Crush it up in my porch. That shit was like Jack Nicholson went in for uh, as good as it gets. <laughs> like, what is this, a Lifetime Achievement Award? Yes, and that is as good as it gets. That's all you're going to get, baby. Take it or leave it. Oh, man. And I also noticed, I mean, neither here nor there. Nobody thanked their mom and dad when they won. I'm just saying. How about God? Did they thank God? Uh, no. <laughs> and they they also had, um, you know how real award shows are real award shows. This is an award <laughs> show. This is an award show. I'm yes, sorry. it is. You know how um, other award shows, they have like, sometimes they have documentaries in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Like they'll do like an achievement award for like John Legend. Yes. Right. Well, they had one for this dude, Michael Stagliano. He was like, he does the Buttman series. Oh, uh, yeah. I yeah, yeah. That don't care. You, you're not a fan of the Buttman series? Yeah, I'm sorry. I've tried those. I, I can't take all the talking and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, I, that's just too much. Well, you know, uh, it's like that thing I was telling you a long time ago. Um, white dudes, when they talk about the butt, they literally mean like the asshole. And I realized yeah. that too, and that's another reason I was like, you know what? No, thank you. It'll really help you understand them more, and you'll like because people are real prejudiced. Like white dudes don't know what ass is. No, they literally mean the butthole. Yes, and then I just said, and, and my thing is, it's false advertisement because I'm thinking, you know, I'm gonna get in there and I'm gonna see big asses. Right. Uh, that's why anybody. they say. That's why they say I want a nice tight ass. Right. I want firm ass. They literally mean the asshole. I you know what I'm saying? The girls bleach their assholes. Yeah, I've with, seen that before. With real bleach? Uh, with Clorox bleach? I, I think it's just with a cream or yeah. yeah. Not that. Uh, oh, well, because I'm looking like, oh, that, that, does, oh, that sounds painful. Spraying it down like a toilet? <laughs> yes. Oh. 
See what I did with Lene? <laughs> I didn't know. I was like, you talking about bleach? I was like, what, bleach cleans? Oh my Clock gas? No. Yes. Um, <laughs> that would be painful. You probably would go to the hospital. But Yes. Uh, no, I think maybe the cream to bleach because that's what guys see when they're hitting it from the back. I'm like, well, I guess that's for them because they would have to spread pretty hard to see yeah. that on a woman of color, you know, with the backside. I think they want to see it. I think that's what yeah, they do. But and I'm not judging them for that. I'm no, telling no, no. y'all this so you can understand better. <laughs> so that instead of you looking at white people like they don't know what you're talking about, you can go, oh, yes. butt man, you like to have sex in the butt. Yes. You don't the actually butt like... In the butt? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you don't actually like big asses and that. And that's why yes. I was disappointed by that series. Yeah, I kept saying totally one different. day I was going to get a big ass and I was like, you know what? This is not happening. I hate this series. So so, <laughs> so they had a mini documentary on how this guy got taken to court for like six counts of obscenity wow. last year. What? And he beat the case. Uh, the case was actually thrown out. But they tried to make it sound way more dramatic than it was. <laughs> like they were like, well... And they're using like dramatic music and shit, ding, ding. and it's like sloppily thrown. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they're like, in 2009, a case was litigated against John Stalliano. One man. <laughs> <laughs> one woman. Meanwhile, two penises and one asshole. <laughs> Watch what they can do in action. Yeah. So they're like going into like they're showing him like walking out of the courtroom and you know showing him like uh, talking about the case and basically it all got thrown out. There was no trial. So like, what's but the point? Make it look bigger than it. Was. Yeah, like they, did, they just threw it out. I don't know who was trying to pass those laws against him anyway, but it was just funny, man. They tried to make it dramatic and it wasn't. But um, all right, man. That that's it for the random thoughts. Cool. We still have news articles to do. Yes. And this is how we became ratchetologists through these news articles. Cool. Ratchetology. I'm going to send you, uh, I'm going to send through Skype links to the article in case you want to see them too. Okay. Um, you know, feel free to read along. If you don't want to, that's fine too. Doesn't bother. I can't read, but, um. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, this guy, he's a robber, and this robbery suspect left his t shirt. With his picture <gasps> at the crime scene. Word. No. Karen, what does his uh, t-shirt say? Making money <laughs> is my thing. Not thing. Thing. T-H-A-N-G. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he apparently uh, did not want the police to have to work hard. No. Maybe and somebody else did this. <laughs> Do you think it's the perfect frame? Maybe it's like somebody arrival. He's like, man, I'm gonna fuck this nigga up. <laughs> I know where he gonna be next Thursday. <laughs> right. I'm gonna fucking rob this bank or whatever, and then get a fucking t-shirt with his picture on it. You know that's oh, a man. good. That's a good point. What I if? What I, if I don't want to believe he's this stupid. I don't want to. This is the same thing that happened to OJ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Please catch me. Catch me. A robbery suspect is j- in jail after a t-shirt with his photo on it was found outside a home. Police say he robbed last week. Wow. On March 29th, two men broke into a residence on Dinglewood Avenue 
and they give like more details like I'm gonna drive over there hell no I ain't yeah all it's you not did near was, here that's all y'all people need to yeah, know all you did was tell me where not to go into my own city that's right uh, a man and a woman were uh, at home at the time according to a police report the suspects moved them from room to room as they stole a wallet and jewelry <laughs> as as the suspects fled police said the man who lives at the home ran outside after them during the struggle a t-shirt fell out of the suspect's vehicle so, wow, so this dude ran out there to fight with the criminals? Uh, Did they, they not have a gun? And they had to be white. I'm sorry. Uh, nah, it might have been a black person. I don't know. I don't know. I'd be afraid of getting shots. The black t-shirt showed a photo, apparently a mugshot, of a young man in red. Mike, making money is my thing. <laughs> yeah, going to jail is your thing right now. <laughs> The victim realized the photo was of the man who had just robbed him. <laughs> Two days later, Jonathan Tyrone Huntley, 25, of Charlotte, turned himself in and spoke with detectives. He didn't have a choice. After the interview, he was charged with the common law robbery, breaking and entering, which are both felonies. Uh, he's later charged with a parole violation. Aww. Oh, he was on parole? Oh, surprise, surprise. <laughs> Uh, Huntley, a convicted felon, was released from prison in November 2010. According to, he did not stay free long. No, he didn't. He was like, I'm ready to go back. I want to go back, man. I miss my friends. <laughs> I miss, I miss the soap. I miss curfew. <laughs> I miss curfew. Yes. Lights I miss out. lights out. Yeah. I can't go to sleep without lights out. <laughs> Come on, man. How supposed to know when it's time to go to bed and nobody in my house say lights out? I know, right? I Somebody to say lights out, please. Yeah. <laughs> I've been up all night. Yeah. I got insomnia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A convicted felon was released from prison. Okay. His previous convictions include duh, 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 robbery with a dangerous weapon. And breaking and entering. So he's not trying new shit. No. He's not being creative. Yeah, he's like, he need an art class. <laughs> That's probably why he made those t-shirts. <coughs> yeah, if he would've had art, maybe he would've had, he would've made better t-shirts. Yes. He would've had an abstract painting of his face so police couldn't track him down. That's right. But, Maybe like Picasso, learn your history, bitch. He went with realism. Uh, that's what <laughs> you get. Um, okay, so we talked about Ashley Judd. Yes. On um, Thursday. Yes. And actually on Facebook, I've been going back and forth with the dark hater, and I, it seems like we disagree. I don't think we really do, but it seems like we disagree to a certain extent. Um, Ashley Judd, who I think is doing this to promote her book. I do too. She came out and said that rap is a rape culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I think is too far. But what I think she's right about is very misogynistic. I think it's homophobic. I think it's violent. Uh, as a culture in general. You know what I'm saying? It has elements of that in it. And I don't want to say everyone is because that's obviously not the truth. That's right. But a lot of the dudes on your TV screen and on your radio are, uh, really, are really promoting that type of lifestyle. Right? Mm-hmm. So a couple of rappers decided they heard that and they wanted to speak out. And how do rappers speak these days? Through Twitter. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. of course, they... And maybe it's just me. They I could never pick up. It's some people that I think just should be banned from Twitter. I don't mean no harm. Yeah, you should celebrity. you should not oh, have your publicist tweet for you. <laughs> do, do not tweet because you end up fucking shit up and yeah. then wondering why you ain't got no more money because people are like, look, your ass is crazy. They can't spell. They don't... You know, their grammar is so Terrible. Poor. And you're like, damn it, stop. And that's that's why don't I don't mess my dreams up. That's why I don't follow my favorite artist on Twitter. I refuse. 
Right. I, I know nothing good will come of that shit. Or they're just a little weird, and you're like, you know, I, you know, I'm, I like this person. I like that they're weird, but I only like their weirdness really like in the songs. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really want to like, think about them as like a- Erica Badu is one. It's you know, I can't. You know, it's just it's just some moments where I'm like, all right, I'm gonna have to unfollow. I'm gonna have to. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> love much. the music, but yeah, I I'm- love you, but. Yes, I'm gonna keep my 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 kid fantasy world of my favorite artists alive. I don't follow you. So, um, little brother uh, has a producer named Knife Wonder. I don't know if people, uh, most people, I think have heard of him, but mm-hmm. uh, he tweeted some stuff, and also the Roots Quest Love uh, tweeted some stuff about Ashley Judd. Um, let's see, uh, Knife Wonder says. Uh, if you would like to get educated on what the true essence of hip-hop culture is, there are ways that you can be enlightened. Uh, Ashley Judd, this is, all these are to her. I don't, yeah. you know. I bet the her tweet line got lit up. I've seen a lot of people was just constantly yeah. sending stuff to her. Your opinions are based off of what you see on TV and in the media, which is a very warped sense of reality. Well, what it is, so you have hip-hop, is I, I, I explain hip-hop is kind of like an open sore and to society so it's it's exposing something that is out is a serious problem it's not getting healed and it's bigger than hip-hop it's it's been an issue before hip-hop um jazz musicians were drug addicts and misogynists our soul and and, and blues musicians that we love and we adore they were all womanizers and alcoholics and drug addicts and, and, and women abusers. So this is not something new. So we keep getting this issue where we have people blaming hip-hop um, and the hip-hop generations for something that didn't start with hip-hop. But hip-hop is definitely exaggerating it. And now it, that exaggeration could be telling you, you need to take care of this. Right. Because yeah. what we have is a society, I don't even know if it's, I don't think it's limited to America. We have a a society of people of men who don't like women period and that's across all races that's across all genres they don't really like women period i agree i think american culture in general is misogynistic right you know yes. like it's like how uh so many other countries countries that we all talk, look down upon and shit upon have had female prime ministers but right. not us you know no, never we like to paint ourselves it's like the it's, opposite it's, of that as soon as a woman gets ready to be in that role her looks are the topic. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what matters. How she looks is the is the topic of interest. Um, you know, she's not sexy enough. She's not. You know, she. You know, whatever it is, that that is the main issue, um, not her politics or her her policies. So. And 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 to me, the thing, the the most funny part about it is that not only men, it's women that are misogynistic towards other women, and sometimes women can be a harder critic on other women than men oh, ever be. Oh. And 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 my thing is that I think that as a society, all music genres, no matter what it is, uh, especially when it comes to the pop culture, has these issues. And that was my problem with what she said. You need to say music in general, not just right. hip-hop. Well, the, well, you know, my theory is that she's trying to promote her book. Blaming or talking bad about hip-hop is a safe play. Because what it was was that there was a charity called Youth AIDS. And on the docket of celebrities that they had were uh, Snoop Dogg and Puff Daddy. Or Diddy, as he likes to go. Um, and she was saying, like, well... 
they shouldn't even have been allowed to come and represent this charity because of their music that they made in the past and whatnot. And 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 not even really their music. She was saying because hip hop is so fucked up. Um, my question is, if you're trying to avoid youth AIDS, which is primarily a minority inner city youth problem, who the fuck is gonna listen to Ashley Judd? That like we're talking about a charity at this time. If if you go up to a dude and say, you know, hey, you're 13, there's a rally downtown about Ashley Judd is there, right? About youth AIDS, yo, dog, who gonna be there? Um, Ashley Judd, nah, I'm gonna stay here and fuck bitches raw. I'm good. <laughs> That's a lot more fun. But but if you say, um, is Snoop Dogg and Diddy are gonna be there? Maybe that kid shows up, and and in and in, in this effort, which I feel is a crisis, which I feel is, I mean, a crisis, or which I feel is like an epidemic, you do need every all hands on deck. I'm sorry, it's not the fucking time to be picking and choosing. But I don't like the way that Snoop Dogg had a porn video. Well, you know what? They had they had STD screenings and condoms on that set. So no matter how you feel about some of the other shit he promotes. Today's message is don't get AIDS. I think we can kind of use everybody for that one. I'm sorry. Yes, and and my and my thing is that I think that she honestly went after two rappers that were if, if you consider the rap game aren't really hardcore. I, mean, I don't mean that in a bad way. Snoop Dogg is hardcore. Well, but- now, in all fairness, both of these dudes have been tried for like murder and shit. <laughs> It all both of these dudes, but I'm talking about like <laughs> rap lyrics. I'm not talking about uh-huh. like real life. You know, but she don't follow rap. She don't know shit about. Oh, okay, listen. Here's what I'm saying. She's trying to sell a book. This happens all the time. When you try to sell a book, you need one or two controversial snippets to leak out to get people hyped to read your book. That's true. Now, hip hop is a safe target because she couldn't attack country music. I mean, look at what happened to the Dixie Chicks. Right. right. You know, she picked something where everybody could go. Okay. Yeah, those I agree with you. Those are niggers, and let's go in. Yeah, and on top of that, she didn't pick anybody that would come out and write a number one hit about her ass either. I don't. I don't even think a song. What would that would help sell her book? Honestly, oh. if she talked about Fifty Cent, Fifty Cent wrote a song about her. That helps sell her book. It's that's not, true. I didn't. Think she about just that. wants her book to sell. She don't give a fuck. Like she. That's like it's so disingenuous. It reminds me of those abortion, the anti inner city abortion ads that are like oh, every right. every twenty one minutes. The next future leader of our country is killed, or whatever. Or even better, the worst place in the world for a black child is in the is in a black woman's womb. Right, and it's it, it's, oh, paid. It, it's a white group that's doing it. Like, get the fuck out of here! Serious? Right, it's paid for by conservatives. Gigantic billboards throughout uh, New York City. Definitely. Yeah, and and the thing is, do you really think they care? No. no. They don't give a fuck. They're also trying to cut your welfare, Section 8, Planned Parenthood, food stamps, and any other type of government assistance that you might need because you had a baby because they didn't want you to have an abortion. They cutting all that shit. So that's my point with this Ashley Judd thing. I just feel like she don't really give a fuck. She just needed to say a couple of celebrity names to sell her book, and these were the names that were involved in her life. Yeah, I agree, but at the same time, this isn't the first time hip-hop has gotten criticism from anybody and then we also have people within the community within the hip-hop community or even within the black community who are you know they get they are they are they're still they're very upset yeah with what they see and you know my I, you know my own parents my parents are you know they're in their 70s and they don't see anything positive about hip-hop so i'm constantly having to show them 
artists that will not ever be on BET, that will not ever be on MTV, um, because they're not getting any attention. They're not getting enough attention, many um, attention. And you know, these rappers of you know, Questlove made a comment. I see here, and he was like, you know, let me show you what it really is. But you know, this is this is what people are consuming. They're consuming Soldier Boy. They are they are attracted to Rebecca fucking Black. You know what I'm saying? They're they're attracted to ignorant, dumb, stupid shit. And how how much how many people went out and bought Lupe's album? Right, I did, but no, not most people. Yeah, right. no. And I, and the thing is, I can see the point. Like I said earlier, it is misogynistic. It's homophobic. Uh, it's violent in certain sections. Um, but the two, there's two, two parts of this. One, I don't think she really cares. That's the, that's the one thing. Like, I, I would actually respect, like, say, Erica Badu coming out and saying comments about it more because she does give a fuck. Actually, Judd is literally saying this to sell her book. Um, but and she won't stand by her words. Like, she's no. gonna, the second that it attracts attention, which is all it served its purpose, it served its purpose, she backs off. Now, the second part, though, is, um, we don't really control what gets out and nope. it's kind of weird how people put um and when i say we i'm saying hip-hop culture black culture whatever i feel like i'm a part of both um no we, we, we don't really control what is seen on tv no we don't dictate it and it's much harder and, and it's and, and it's just where i'm gonna have to fundamentally disagree with a lot of people a lot of fans it is much harder to get control of a group of millions of fans than it is for one record label to be able to say, we're gonna promote X rapper. We're gonna, we're gonna make Soldier Boy the next big thing. Like, to them, that's just a few people understanding, okay, we need to get them on MTV, we need to get them on the radio, we need to get them on all the internet radio, stuff like that. We, we, but if we were all gonna say, look, we're not gonna support Soldier Boy. We gotta get everybody to not buy Soldier Boy shit, and which is way harder. Like, we gotta find a way to attack the company's head on or something because they're the ones who decide what's out. It's not a true representation of black culture and maybe Ashton or hip hop, no, exactly. Not. No, it's not because you have uh, boardrooms of people making decisions that A, may not be any black people in these rooms. I'm, I'm just keeping this real when they make these decisions or either they're very limited in their research or either they're going and asking a genre of, of people that are very stupid to the well, culture. They don't, give, they don't give a damn. It's all about selling it's all about what's going to sell what is going to be picked up what can we push um i don't know i mean even on, on the non-commercial front everything that's underground that isn't necessarily good either no so, it's not so um um it's a lot of bad freaking music um, <laughs> but there's a lot of good music too so it's kind of it's on the consumer now you have to go out and find what you want to listen to and with the internet you can do that yes yeah that's what i do and, that, and that's one good thing i do like about internet and about it being free and that's why the music um industry is trying to crack hard on the download because all of a sudden the control is taken out of their hands yeah a guy like j cole can shut down the internet with his release as opposed to uh you know just soldier boy being able to do something like that that's true um and basically i, I sent you another link to another article but basically it was ashley judge or ashley judd uh, 40 and slip there she was judging hip-hop but she backed off of it and they tried to kind of change her 
whole her whole thing. Um, right, she had an interview with uh, Russell Simmons, right? Right. Yeah. So she tried to change it to like, no, no, I'm not saying it's rape culture. I'm saying it can be used for so many good things. Well, then my thing is that why didn't you say that in the first place? Now, say you, that in the book, right? Yes. Yeah. You, you, you want to sell it, the book? Yeah. You, well, they only show you that excerpt. I don't know what what's after that paragraph that they show you with. Right, and see, and and then you know to hit people the game. When you're selling a book, it's not that none of these radio people have read the fucking book. No, your publicist puts together what are the hottest things to ask you about, what are the hottest controversies created by the book. Okay, so this is purposely what her and her people want us to talk about. Oh, okay. So it's not like she got bombarded like, oh my god, y'all read that? No, these these stars. It's just like when you see Amber Rose in public. With all these pictures on Boston. Somebody's calling TMZ. Right, right. And saying, hey, Amber Rose is walking to the gym. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, okay. so, so Ashley Judd is, she was not surprised. It, I, like I said, this is a safe target for her. No, who the fuck that listens to P. Diddy and Snoop Dogg are gonna buy Ashley Judd's book? None of us. It was, it was very smart marketing, but I don't wanna fall into it and go, but she got a point. We know it's misogynistic. That's true. Like, thank you, white lady. <laughs> the fuck is this? Uh, the blind side? We get it. <laughs> Are you going to help? Are you going to stick around and help? No? Okay, well then, peace. Keep it pushing. Um, speaking of niggas and hip-hop and jail and all that negative stuff. All right. Um, our good friend, Gucci Mane. Oh, Mr. Radrick. Uh, Mr. Burr. <laughs> Who I have been trying to get locked up for how long have you been for a Very long time. Every time go I read. Just go to jail. Please. Yes. Stay. Like, what does this nigga have to do? Uh, apparently, the uh, Cal County Police say Radrick Davis, also known as Gucci Mane. Gucci Mane. Was arrested by the Cal County Fugitive Squad Friday. Davis was arrested while visiting his probation officer at the Georgia Department of Corrections. Uh, oh, wow, he really can't get right. Wow. How you get arrested while visiting your parole officer? <laughs> he cut a monkey. What happened? He's charged. He's charged with battery and misdemeanor. A misdemeanor, but as a result of the arrest, he was also charged with violating his probation. He's on probation for previously a uh, uh, previous unrelated charge. Uh, police say that they arrested Davis on a warrant that stated he intentionally caused visible body harm to a female. Misogynistic. Hip hop culture mm-hmm. by pushing her out of a mute moving vehicle. Damn. Davis is being held in the Cal County Jail. So please, wow. please, for the love of God, keep this nigga. Okay? <laughs> Don't let him out. Ashley Judd was, Ashley was right about him. Okay? <laughs> he, this nigga can stay in jail. Do not pass go. We got a few more. Um, we got a few more. Let's push them all out. But here's the problem though when they, when they go to jail or they die. Then people like start making like signs and and Twitter pages and you know they make this whole campaign about you know free Gucci free uh, free little B free the this best dog. yeah best dog. and then they just sell more fucking records that's true man free free Max B and shit oh, no. God uh, and meanwhile how you gonna be like free Max B and your ass is in college <laughs> so you trying to be something with your life. And he's sitting up here like, free this ain't shit nigga that was responsible for the murder of a person. Right. Anyway, um, so speaking of, um, ain't shit niggas, Charlie Sheen. Definitely an ain't shit motherfucker. <laughs> he's, he's been doing his, uh, Violent Torpedo of Truth tour. <laughs> wow. And it has not been going well. 
Oh yeah, is he not a fucking comedian? What is wrong with people? I'm convinced that he is having a manic uh, episode. I think he might be manic depressive or have some type of mania, man. Because just from my familiarity with the topic, like listening to people that have talked about their experiences with it. It really, he has like a, a messiah complex. He has like a lot of. He uh, is the warlock of all of your thoughts, something like that. I yes. am the warlock of your, of your mind, some shit like that. Oh my god, it's crazy. All I know is he is winning because people are paying for this shit. Five hundred dollars, five hundred dollars for a ticket or more. Yep. See, that's winning. When you can literally say, I don't have to do shit, but act a fool on stage, and you're going to pay for it, and you're not going to get your fucking money back. Winning! And with that much money, it's hard, like, it's crazy, because, like, most people have manic episodes, and it's just, like, so not a representation of where they actually are in life. You know, uh, I think I'm Christ Jesus. Okay, why do you live with your parents? You know what I mean? Yeah. But he has infinite money, and he's having a manic episode, so him saying shit like, I'm, you know, the warlock of such and such, and people will come see me, I'll sell out this tour, and then it happens, it just feeds his fucking dementia. Wow. Um, Charlie Sheen's been a problem for years. This is not, you know, this is not something new. He shot his wife, he's a, uh, a woman beater, he's a, obviously he's, the, he's bad enough that the, he got his kids taken away, so... You know, this is a big issue. And yeah. at the end of the day, people really went to see him melt down and, and act like an idiot. And they didn't like, they didn't like going to act they didn't like what they saw. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy because Ashley Judd would be okay with him representing the charity. It's weird. I don't know why. <laughs> but this nigga is just as bad as hip hop. Um. And my thing, are they going to watch him drop dead on stage? I think, I really do think they're waiting for him to just like pull out a pistol. They want to see a shit show. Yeah, I think they're waiting for him to put his brains on the wall. Like just, ah, shoot himself in the head. So they can go, oh my god, it was horrible. I can't believe it. No, bitch, you knew it was going to happen. Yeah, I was there when it happened. That's all they're saying. Um, wow. She, let's see. So he, it limped and sputtered through New York last night. Um, when the show ended ahead of schedule. The actor ran from the stage like a scared felon ahead of a lynch mob. <laughs> Fuck you, Charlie. Fuck you, Charlie. A row of young men chanted after Sheen sprinted from the theater. Uh, for an hour, Sheen chain smoked like a criminal. Can I have a fucking cigarette? He lobbed the F-bomb like a four-year-old suffering from Tourette's and praised Donald Trump as a real fucking dude. Wow. He, the dude with the hair? Yeah. He prattled and preened the next president of the United States, Karen. Uh, oh, have some respect. Man, he better not be. Uh, he, he prattled and preened and told pointless and worst of all, boring stories about Hollywood hookers being rich and being Charlie Sheen. Man, how do you make a story involving Hollywood and hookers and being rich boring? Sounds like my kind of story. Seriously, he must really suck for people to be like, ah, never mind. <laughs> uh, he talked about nearly getting caught. After locking himself in an airplane bathroom while flying with actor Nicolas Cage and a seven gram coke rock. God damn! Uh, he says, my balls are sweating like a gerbil in a Richard Gere convention. <laughs> and that, and that, my friends, was as good as it got. That was his best joke. Oh my God. I thought that was a pretty good joke, though. Um, at, the, at first, the crowd, which favored 20-something men, 
from the island, loudly drunk on beer, and fat chicks who spilled out of tiny t-shirts, and, well, well, look, Mr. Ryder, you do not have to turn on the audience, okay? We're here to talk bad about Charlie Sheen. You don't have to call everybody right fat. Audience. Um, so, Charlie swept on stage, and for some reason, I can't fathom, he screamed, hey, Mrs. Farmer, suck it. What? He must have been high as shit. Oh, you know he was. High as a kite. <laughs> but in the ne- is that rock? <laughs> in, the, in the next hour, he seemed to disintegrate. The show devolved into in- an incoherent snooze fest in which Charlie named every hotel he ever stayed in, every bimbo he ever slept with, <laughs> and he described how he once performed CPR on a model in a heroin. He better not say my fucking name. <laughs> <laughs> He calling everybody out. Wow. You gotta fucking copy out copy out your And my thing, he is winning because he's confessing to crimes and nobody else is resting his ass. I swear white people white people forgot that he is Mexican. His name is Carlos Estevez. If his nigga went on stage as Carlos Estevez, we'd be like, get this motherfucker out of here. Yeah. And his whole family. Yeah, he's part of. He, for some reason, he's not as bad as hip hop culture, though. He's not brown enough. That's no. what it is. He's not brown enough. Uh, he whined profusely about the night he wrecked the Plaza Suite, saying he just wanted to retrieve his wallet with a hundred and seventy-three thousand dollar watch from a chick hiding in the bathroom who he already tipped thirty thousand dollars. I never fucked her. He complained. Good God, thirty thousand dollars, and all she had to do was hold dick. They get paid. <laughs> Lene, would you kick it with Charlie Sheen for a night? Even if he said, look, no sex involved. All you gotta do is just hang with me. I'll, I'm gonna be on. I would oh. record the whole night. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Record everything and just get paid on both ends, right? Yeah, I think. Um, and alternately motor mouthing and begging for his job back on two and a half men he ran out of gas at the 45 minute mark he simply stopped talking <laughs> well damn she he sat on stage smoking silently next to a man who served as his interviewer i never did catch his name the co-star looked as if he wanted to cry the pay <laughs> the pay audience should have where are the goddesses an audience member cried Two, the two bimbos with whom Charlie lived smartly came out and waved and then skedaddled. Charlie pulled the plug after losing the crowd and ran from the stage ahead of the trouble. Uh, that was one of the worst shows I've ever seen in my life, said a man. He has the mind of a 12-year-old. What the fuck did you expect? Yes. And, and do you think the same people that produced this produced the... Um Spider-Man be no no <laughs> Spider-Man going to the dark or whatever the fuck that terrible Broadway show is that people uh, are getting hurt at right we're now. Ha- we're hanging from the sky stuff. Yeah. Yes. What do you think uh, they produce? Oh, the girl from Fugees. Lauren Hill. Hill. Yes. Uh-huh. Yo, he should have Lauren Hill open it for him, and then Charlie Sheen come on stage. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because like she'll show up five hours late, and then yeah. Charlie Sheen come out and be five minutes ago. Right. Yes. Um, A perfect show. Perfect. Now, this article I thought was weird, but maybe the ladies might have something to say about it because it doesn't really affect me because I'm a dude and dudes don't really try on a lot of shit. But um, retail stores are trying to hit shoppers with try on charges as retailers fight oh. online rivals. Try on oh. charges. 
Yeah. That's so the bullshit. Cause I'm here to tell you, I'm serious. I'm, and, and, and maybe because I'm black, I'm here to tell you right now, as a female, all sizes ain't the same. That shit stays size 12. I put that shit up to my thighs. It don't go nowhere. I, I'm, I'm serious. Fuck that. You know, I have to go up to the double digits because right. your ass is like Nike's. You like two sizes too fucking small for, for a bitch that ain't got no ass. I ain't trying to be funny. It's frustrating. <laughs> don't charge me because I don't want to buy the shit and then have to take the shit back because it's wrong. I'm, I, I, I don't really like try. I don't like having to go to a store and wait in a fucking line try on something or I don't, I don't really like it and no one understands you know I, I know that's like a, my own little phobia or issue so if I really have to try something on it's because I honestly I'm like I don't know if it's gonna fit I really need to try this on or maybe I'm getting it just for an event yeah that I'm going right to I need to just get this dress or I need a dress right now so I need to make sure it fits so um fuck that shit <laughs> and, 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 and like I said I guess my biggest thing about it is that like I said, I bought too many things that I bought home, put it on, the shit was too tight mm-hmm. or it was right. too big. I don't like bringing stuff back. Oh yes, and it's very, very frustrating. So I try it on so I can determine then if I want to buy it or not. Well here's what they're saying. Retailers Yeah, retailers are are hitting them with a fifty dollar fitting fee. Like at this one shop, it's a ski shop, and you pay fifty dollars to try on ski boots. And if I don't want them, y'all got my fucking fifty dollars. No. Yeah, if you buy the pair of boots in the store, uh, then your charge is refunded. Um, but if uh, later on, like you can buy them online or whatever, then you then your charge will go towards buying them online. Fuck that! Oh <laughs> no, that's some bullshit. If that's the case. What's going to happen, and if more stores do this, all that's going to happen is the stores are going to end up closing. Because you know what? My ass would be online pointing and clicking. Yep. If that's the case, I would point, click, have it sent here, decide I don't want it, and send the shit back anyway. Yep. So you still, either way, you're not going to get my $50. I'll shop somewhere the fuck else. You know, um, yeah, I mean, you, you're not going to, especially being a woman, you know, because you have women with big titties, you have women with, 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 with like, they might have big titties and small ass, you know, the top might be a, you know, 15, the bottom might be an 8, or you might have one with big ass and little titties, and, you know, the bottom might be 20s, the top might be 12s, you run into a lot of issues, people mismatch stuff like that all the time, that is some bullshit. Yep. Bullshit. And I know I'm not the only woman that feels like that. I'm I, I, I take this very personal because I I'm a woman and I like to try on clothes. I haven't heard anything past ass and titties. Um but yeah, man. But you so, don't have this problem, son. I, I, I know I wear a size twelve Nike. I'm good. <laughs> Appreciate it. I wear that shit. I order anything offline. I don't ever change brands or sizes. Yes, but see, women's clothes aren't cut like that. It's called. I, I, I know, buddy. I, I know. I'm sorry. Look, we don't. We got a lot of podcast fans out there. And, and men's clothes are made better. Um, yes, they are. So you guys just get it better, really. Yes, and on top of that, y'all can buy like one or two suits, and it lasts you forever. Right. Yeah. I, it, it don't go like that for women. And chances are we don't give a fuck. As <laughs> There's all kinds of shit that fits a little bit different. We like, ah, whatever. When you see my nuts in this? Yeah. Yes. How about if I turn this way? Yeah, so my ball sack sagging. If not, oh well. Fuck Basically, it. it's like it's one, one sleeve is short and one sleeve is long. Well, it's got two sleeves. Roll it up. 
<laughs> I'll wear this on casual days. <laughs> um, okay, so apparently, in wrestling with baby news, uh, this man decided it was a good time to wrestle with a toddler. What? Wrestle? Authorities say a Southwest Florida man, oh, Florida, performed, <laughs> performed wrestling moves on his girlfriend's toddler while watching the sport on television. Well, I don't know if we want to call wrestling a sport. Come on now. It's more like entertainment. Oh, uh, wrestling. Yeah, wrestling. The Lee County Sheriff, he's like, I'm the rock. Rock bottom, four-year-old. Um, <laughs> the Lee County Sheriff's Office said Saturday, the 21-month-old boy was found to have at least oh. four fractured ribs. Oh, not even two years old. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's a baby with fractured ribs. What the I hell did I would he do? vomit if I saw that. <laughs> I think I would just vomit. Did he suplex this dude? The baby? I don't understand this. I think he wanted. Him. I he think he just him. wanted his uh baby back ribs. He punched the baby. <laughs> threw a basketball at his stomach. What? And slammed him against the wall. Really? <laughs> I'm, I'm getting there, Lene. Hold on, hold on. Really? His father, his mother, 26 year old Alexis Serrano, told investigators that the boyfriend Steve Plummer would often slam the toddler on the bed multiple times with great force. Serrano said she also saw Plummer punch her son in the ribs, throw a basketball in his stomach, and slam him against the wall. I don't think your boyfriend likes your kid, ma'am. Yes. I think there would have been a murder charge on on, on the girlfriend because I would have stabbed somebody. Somebody would have been stabbed. And, and on top of that, I'm surprised that she didn't. She's not charged because the way she's talking, this is not the first time. This is just the first time the baby done got fractured bones. Well, we, we got more article to read. Um, Serrano told authorities she did not fear Plummer, but wanted to believe the situation would improve. Improve, bitch. <laughs> Maybe he'll slam him a little less harder, you know? Somebody slap him. You know, the kid will learn to roll. You gotta roll with it, see? A lot of people watch wrestling and they think that, oh, he just picked him up and slammed him on the ground. No, you let him pick you up and slam him on the ground. Oh my gosh. This so, baby. Don't resist it, toddler. Uh, the 35-year-old plumber has been charged with aggravated child abuse, and uh, the girl was charged with child neglect. I'm about to say, Go because any mother in their right mind, if they see you do some shit like that, it'll be like, mother kills boyfriend. Right, exactly. Exactly. That'll well, be the end of the story. Well, a dead-ass <laughs> man in that house. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we only got a couple more stories left. <laughs> more ratchetness. The man attacked after refusing cigarette. <laughs> a man was arrested at the police say he allegedly attacked another man after he was refused a cigarette. The incident happened at 1 a.m. Friday to give the address. Police say 26-year-old Santo Santier knocked on the door of an acquaintance asking for a cigarette. At 1 a.m. in the morning? <laughs> yeah, 1 in the morning. Mad that he had been woken up, the acquaintance closed the door on Santier. Yes. Officers say Santier then kicked open the door and attacked the man inside. Damn. Over a cigarette. Like, what? How did that go wrong? Something's not right. Yes, (laughs) they may have had other issues beyond that. Something is something else is going on. I guarantee he that he got cussed out. I guarantee he opened. Hey man, can I get a cigarette? Nigga, it's one in the fucking morning. Slam. And then he said, oh, really? Oh, really? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I, I know you got a cigarette. And he bust in there and whooped that dude. I mean, what these cigarettes got cracking them? Like, they do. It's called nicotine. <laughs> <laughs> the Surgeon General was right. Yes, he was. Uh, here's, here's something that's crazy in the range. Um, 
Man drives around drinking with dead friend for three days. <gasps> oh, what is going on here? Sherlock Holmes powers of deduction with the stuff of legend. At the other end of the bell curve is Jerry Meistis, 64, who, who why they got it? You could have just called him stupid. You don't really have to. But Sherlock got nothing to do with this. He told New Mexico police he did not notice his friend riding a shotgun in his car for three days was dead. Oh, Jerry! <laughs> wow. You're still in here? <laughs> Shit. You've been sleeping for days, man. You're I, starting to smell. Nigga, baby. Yeah. Did you start? <laughs> <laughs> this was three day weekend at Bernie's. I know you started tan colors. You okay over there, man? Um, but it's a female. Oh wow! My oh, sis, a female, a retired a retired prison guard, didn't seek help until he noticed his silent friend's back had turned blue. <gasps> According to this ABC article, <laughs> well, that's when he pulled the S- oh into an Espanola New Mexico hospital and asked for a wheelchair for his friend who he thought was sleeping for three days. What was he, Jesus? What were they doing? Traveling across country? I don't understand. And on the third day, he was going to rise. I was just waiting. It didn't happen this time. didn't happen. Uh, Lieutenant Christian Lopez said, More observant folks immediately noticed the overpowering stench, a horde of flies, and a decomposing body of Amy Marquez, 33. Oh. Flies? You th- I like the smell of rotting flesh. <laughs> she always... That's how Amy always smells. <laughs> She, that's she her cologne. Old do fly. I thought it was coming right from her pussy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she, he's not all there, I guess. I have no confirmation. Yeah, seriously. Thanks, officer. Uh, I have no confirmation that he has a mental illness, but this guy isn't running on all cylinders. Yeah. <laughs> In his expert psychological opinion. Wow. <laughs> I don't think you can get diagnosed with that shit. Um, maybe it's the booze. Meister admitted that he and Marquez had been drinking and he had been driving around aimlessly for days. Amy, don't drink the worm! Don't drink the worm! Oh. Just from drink? Just from drink? No, you guys are on some other shit too. Yes, there was some other stuff. You said they went to the Charlie Sheen concert? <laughs> yes, this had to be crack involved. They in were smoking those warlock uh, crap rocks, right? Yeah, and they were sipping on that tiger blood. Tiger blood every time. It'll do it to you. It'll do it to you. Yeah, that's why I don't fuck with tiger blood no more. I had to let it go. Yeah, I'm on four loco now. Started hallucinating. It's one step down. Yes, at least with four loco, just got a lot of energy. (laughs) You won't be sleep with the four loco for three days. Yes, you will be up. Uh, He didn't think anything was amiss because Marquez, a paraplegic. (gasps) <gasps> can't move the lower half of her body and because he knew she wore an adult diaper he didn't think he, she needed a pit stop listen man just look, who can go three days in an adult diaper sir sir everybody likes their own brand <laughs> wow <laughs> officials determined that she's been dead about 66 hours well damn nigga that's like when y'all got in the car she died you thought she liked, you know, she wanted to just marinate in her own, own shit for a little bit. You know, it's warm. Yeah, she always says she liked the way she smells. He drove around for, listen, he drove around with her for three days. Woo. That's 72 hours. They determined she'd been dead for 66 hours. She died six hours in on the trip and he decided he was going to keep kicking it. So do they know the cause of death? Um, they haven't, uh, let's see. Uh, I don't know. They didn't say. Oh, just possession. The body position may be cutting off that oxygen supply. That's the only oh, thing they got. Yeah. 
Wow. You know what I think happened was he was in the friend zone. And he was scared. <laughs> yeah, he was scared to pull his dick out. Yeah. So he was just stuck for three days. Like, what do I do? When, when is she going to let me hit that? Yeah. And she never made she a move. grab on it, you know. She no. Was, like, no I'm, I'm doing all this driving. She could offer to, like, you know, yeah. wet it up. You know? And she couldn't have felt nothing. No way. I mean, he might as well have took it. I don't know. Maybe he wanted to empty her. Hey, doc- hey, hey, no rape culture. Yeah. What do you think? You listen to, to hip hop? <laughs> Come on, oh, Karen. These are white people. My bad. Heavy metal. My bad. Um. All right. They the don't last, talk about those things. The last story of the day. Um. And and this has been a, a pretty good show, I, I would say, and I've enjoyed it. And I almost feel sad that we got to wrap it up, but. Like all great things, it must come to an end. Yes. Uh, I really appreciate you guys having me on the show. I really, really do. I, I like listening to you guys. You crack me up. So, um, And then being on the show, I, my, my cheeks hurt from laughing. So this has been really, really awesome. All right, well, that's awesome. I'm glad you enjoy it. Um, and I appreciate everybody listening. And uh, hopefully we get the word out about uh, the complex media. Yes. And... Um, you know, hopefully people that fucks with the complex media will learn about the blackout tips and That's everybody right. will be happy. We're promoting like crazy, sure. Thank All you. All right, so last story. Yes. In-laws targeted by California man with samurai sword. Oh, <laughs> Every yeah. fucking show. And my thing is... We this. have a samurai sword. <laughs> you know what? And I'm going to give a shout out to Scott Finger. Quit telling your friends to pull out their samurai swords. Why are you handing your swords out to people? And having them attack everybody. Where do I get one? Flea Mall. I need to get a samurai sword. Do y'all have a flea market in uh, New York? I don't even know. If y'all... Yeah, there exists. Don't you need yeah. rednecks to have a flea market? <laughs> yeah, they have they have flea markets in you know, Brooklyn and areas like that. Well, now you know. Yes. That's the way I see them. Um, so police say a man swinging a samurai sword is in jail after wounding two relatives while chasing his in-laws through a Southern California neighborhood. Oh. Uh, met police say that they will ask prosecutors to file attempted murder charges against 20-year-old Zen Tom- Timothy Singleton. Oh. Singleton, sorry. Zen. How many times do I have to tell you, Marsha, that I hate your freaking mom? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not married to your mom. I married you, okay? <laughs> now put the sword down. Well, you know you have to name your sword. Now you put it... And now, Hutana Maru will chase your blood. <laughs> rip that shit out. Uh, now, Shikamaru will cut you. Uh, Lieutenant Mark Richards. You, you think they call it Z- Zampato? I think so. That, okay. that is a Bleach reference uh, for those of us that are not anime nerds. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, some of them might not keep up with Ichigo. Oh, and my all bad. That shit. Yes. Uh, Lieutenant Mark Richards says neighbors called authorities Tuesday afternoon to report a man with a katana samurai sword chasing people through the neighborhood. <laughs> no one owned a... Yeah, they're taking it old school. Fuck it, done. I'm gonna cut you. Only in California, man, because if this shit would happen in Texas, it would have read, man with sword shot seven times. <laughs> yes. Yes. But like, he is lucky he pulled the shit in California because they ain't... Yeah. They, all, they all hit and these the, and shit. And in Texas, they wouldn't have charged no damn body. No. They would, be like, I, they would call 911 like, I just shot a man. He had a sword. Y'all should come get him. Yeah. Right. He's dead. I think he's dead. If he's not, he's gonna be dead by the time you get here. Oh my god. Like, what do you do if somebody's chasing you with a freaking sword? Like, how... I mean... You run, and then at a certain point, you realize this motherfucker's catching up to me. 
<laughs> you know what's crazy too is like very few fatalities involving these sword mur- uh, these sword stories. Right. That's right. Like they don't. Do, do you get training or did you just buy no. a fucking sword? Bought the sword like they bought the sword. They're out of shape. You know they don't go through the kung fu training. You know they they don't go through you know ninja training. Yeah. You, know, you can't don't, watch. 17 episodes of Naruto and think you know how to yes. use a fucking sword. Yes, they, you know, no red fox going on, you know, yeah. no magical powers, you know, you don't dance in the shadows. <laughs> you know, I think a lot of these people are overweight, so after they run, they're like, damn it, I, I don't have any Well, not this dude, he caught up to the people. Oh, well, damn. So, I mean, he was in yeah. good shape. Oh. I mean, even if you are in shape, you still need to know how to handle that weapon. You know, people think that a gun is fired off, then you're gonna, you might hit somebody, but you're not gonna, you mean I hit your target. That's what happens. They don't hit their target because they can't handle a firearm, um, in most cases, so. Yeah, you watch 12 episodes of Bleach, you actually, you, it's hard to cut someone's head off. It's not as easy as they make it look. No. It just looks no. that way on the cartoons. Yes. And I would be scared I would cut myself, so no thank you. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you shouldn't run with sharp objects in the first place. That's what they tell the kids. Uh, Singleton's 50-year-old father-in-law was slashed on his thigh, <gasps> and his 24-year-old brother-in-law was cut on his forehead by glass shattered by the sword. So not even an actual sword. Just wow. This nigga was aiming all over the place. Um, they found Singleton sitting on a curb and he was arrested. He was booked for investigation of attempted murder, assault with a deadly weapon, burglary, and vandalism. Bell is set at one million dollars. Oh yeah. A million dollars for a nigga with a sword. Now I'm not saying he's And you get five hundred thousand if you got a gun. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. Anyway, this has been another episode of the Black Outers Podcast. Uh, our guest, of course, was Lene McLevins from thecomplexmedia.com. Make sure you look for her on Facebook, uh, the Complex Media. Join her group and uh, you know support her. It's, uh, and your website is, is it looks so good. It's so yes, clean it does. and, and uh, crisp. Yeah. yeah. Very professional. Did you design this yourself? Um. Yes. Well, you guys check it out, man, because, you know, now you know how our website's supposed to look. Yes. Um, <laughs> and, uh, of course, always, um, don't forget you can contact us um, uh, through Twitter. I'm at Roderick's Prime. I'll say that again. That is a D-A-T. Of course, the email is theblackouttips at gmail.com. The voicemail is 704-557-0186. And um, this show is brought to you by Shadow Dog Productions. Make sure you guys, the artists, check them out. Um, see if you can, uh, you know, collaborate with them. Because, like I said, they're a movie company. They're up and coming. And next week, they're going to be guests on our show. That ought to be fun. Yeah, so we get to ask people about all kinds. Man, you know what? People are learning a lot of shit listening to us. Yes, they are. Learning about concussions from NFL players. Learning about media and design. Learning about journalism from Morgan P. Campbell, where the P stands for pimping. Yes, sir. Learning about the music. What the fuck have we become? You add a lot of value. Used to just like you add a lot of value. We used to just be ratchet. That was it. That ratchet and educational. You can have both. That's how you get the ologists on ratchetologists. Yes. Exactly. All right. Well, thank you, uh, Lene. We really appreciate it. Um, and uh, until next time, love you, you too. Mwah.
on my way uptown Took the deuce to the trade I originate, they duplicate I praise the Lord and keep the faith It's alright, keep biting at the bait 92, uh, one year later Peace out, premiere, take me out with the fader the mic like a pimp pimp shows here's how it goes i am a genius i mean this i shape this you'll take this i'm kind of fiendish you wish that you could come into my neighborhood many in my mental state still i'm five foot eight crazy as i want to be because i make it orderly you could say i'm sort of the boss so get lost the brother who will make you change opinions dominions i'm in them when it's time to kick shit from the heart because i get a piece of the action feeling satisfaction from the street crowd reaction jump full guns when they feel afraid too late when they dip in the kick they get sprayed lemonade was a popular drink and it still is i get more props and stunts than bruce willis a poet like langston use and can't lose when i cruise Out on the expressway, leaving the bodega, I say suave. Premier's got more beats than blondes got hate. Clips are inserted into my gun, so I can take the money, never have to run. I left my Philly at home. 